Hey, Arissa. Hey, Arissa. We're pretty mad at you. We got <laughs> Welcome some- <laughs> to the Hey Julia podcast about Big Brother. We got some beef, Danielle, some Canadian beef. Oh my gosh. What is the what's the cattle situation like in Canada? Well, you know, the dairy farmers have they're like the mafia. They have everyone in Canada oh, lives in fear of them. We cannot upset them. In terms of the beef farmers of Canada, I'm actually not sure. I think they've got a pretty strong lock on the market too. Is there a lot of natural grass-fed Canadian beef or does that have to be imported from the U.S. Oh, it's very Canadian. Like if you open a McDonald's here, you're using Canadian beef, period. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we will get into the beef that has taken Canada by storm. It's taken the internet by storm. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Dozens of tweets about this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about this thing. Uh, I also just want to state for the record that Danielle and I spent the five minutes prior to hitting record not remembering the name of the band Mumford and Sons. I thought it had so the word fun fact brothers share. in it. <laughs> brothers. Yeah, I know. You kept moving towards Abbott Brothers and I knew it was something slightly yeah. different than that. They were only the most popular band in the world for like five years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't remember those. I called them the Cowboy Brothers, so. (laughs) I don't remember those five years. I can't name one single song from Mumford and Sons. You don't need to. They all go, Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I missed anything. There's a banjo. You know, they all all live in the same thought bubble for Danny, which is a thought bubble I never think about. It's in the same category as Inside Llewellyn Davis or Crazy Heart. Just add Mumford yep. and Sons to that pile. I'm not thinking about them. Wow. Wow. Any music. Yeah. Anything music related, but very, <laughs> that specific kind of music as well. Um, well, we have huge, we have huge yes. news to not break, but react to. People are tweeting at us. At BB Canada, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Brother Canada. <laughs> Official Twitter is like, hey, we have a cool, exciting new thing. <laughs> I love how they frame this. I love this. I, bring up- I had to read it multiple times. Hey, we have this cool, exciting new thing. They're called like daily slurps or like <laughs> my <laughs> slurp juice. <laughs> my, 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 my green juice from the video game. <laughs> Daily slurps or daily bites, <laughs> niblets, nuggets. And it's like a cool new thing that we're doing. And it's like the the live feeds, uh, but cut into like one little thing, but it's uncut. It's uncut. Yeah. Also, the, there's no live feeds for BB Can 11. <laughs> yeah, it's so, you know, it's it's tough stuff to ever had to put this message out, the comms team, the many oh edits that had to go yeah. through. Yes, let me read it. Let me give it a full read. Okay, Attention, yeah, BB Can fam. As we head into season 11, Big Brother Canada's live feeds are evolving. Behind the scenes content will now be delivered through digital dailies. <laughs> Uncut footage <laughs> from inside the big BB Can house, offering viewers an extended peek into the house guests' lives. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they don't even say in this tweet they do not say that the live feeds are canceled. They find a way of of actually saying it's deep. It's deep <laughs> in the press release. They don't want to say anything about that. They instead make it the digital dailies. Hey, here's. I just love, first of all, hey, fam, we're all fam here. <laughs> easing easing the bad news with a bit of good news. Hey, we're fam. And then being like, hey, uh, we have this thing. It's extended and it's uncut. And it's not the live feeds. It's something that is shorter than the live feeds and cut down from the full <laughs> length of watching a camera all day long. Yeah. The live feeds are extended and uncut. The nature of clipping anything out of them makes them cut. cut. That is the act of cutting. Cut, That's the act of yeah. cutting. 
So there's no live feeds. No. Canada is in shambles. Trudeau's fascist regime, you know, republic of <laughs> whatever of pain has has taken one, and and you know, the 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 fence, the wall, yeah. you know, up in Minnesota, Montana, is the only thing protecting these great United States. <laughs> From true anarchy, <laughs> from true fascism, <laughs> yeah, you know, coming down, dripping down into our states. Uh, this is uh, quite concerning. Oh yes, <clears throat> um, Big Brother Canada said, "Up yours, woke moralists." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Jordan Peterson, how'd you get on here? <laughs> <laughs> While a single tear fell down their face, I just I went to the bathroom <laughs> and I saw paper towels. Why is he Russian? He made him Russian. I don't know. Why does he hate paper towels? <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Um, I just, I just. Yeah, I don't see the point. I wasn't, honestly, I probably wasn't going to watch this season anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's hard to keep up with. And now it's going to be even harder. Well, at least I really appreciate the websites, the TikTok accounts, the recappers, all those people who make it very easy to digest what's actually going on in the house when you can't pay attention to the live feeds, but I don't like the idea that there's no live feeds to check out, period. Like, do I care as much about Big Brother Canada as I do about Big Brother US? No. So this doesn't really, this sets a bad precedent, I guess. But I don't think the US is going to follow Canada. The US doesn't follow Canada. The U.S. leads Canada. Yeah, on a little leash. We don't follow them in anything. Yeah, like a little puppy. So I will never have socialized medicine. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly up yours, Will Morales. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Dark Brandon that Canada invented maple syrup first. We'll take it away. Yeah. So We can't be second to anything. I'm just not concerned about this. I, I'm incredibly concerned about this. You really think that... I don't... I, I'm not concerned about it in the short term. I'm concerned about it in the long term. I do want to just like absolutely dunk on BB Canada for a little bit. <laughs> yes. I didn't really watch the feeds for BB Canada mm-hmm. in the previous seasons, mostly because I live in America. I have to have like a VPN. I have to go to some website. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Whereas for BBUS feeds, I got an app. I got the Apple TV app. I can sit in bed and watch it on my television on Apple TV. I, I got the Paramount Plus. I can do it's it. It's a lovely experience. It's much easier. It's much easier to watch American feeds in America versus Canadian feeds in America. Maybe there's an easier way to do it and I can watch it on my phone or on my Apple TV. I have not figured that out. So I didn't really watch the feeds. But at, to your point, the availability of the feeds and the availability of the freaks who watch the feeds all day long and cut out these are the scenes to watch. Post on Reddit, this is what happened today between Marty and whoever. <laughs> like that is the benefit of the feeds. If you don't, if you're not a psycho who's like watching feeds 24 hours a day, is that I don't need to watch them all day. Someone else can watch them and then show me the stuff that I need to watch. Also, the accountability factor. That's what I was going to say. I, That's the big like, thing. Because what they yeah. would counter to your previous point is like, well, we're still going to have that. It's just they're on staff. We're still going to give you your digital dailies. It's just it yeah. happens to run through our very strict trust and safety and community, like our comms, our PR. Just a couple people will sign off on it, and then we'll show you all the hottest hot tub moments. Uncut. Yeah. Other than the cuts. And literally cutting it from the full feed. Um, is this like... I'm trying to say, like, is this a money thing? It's yeah, not like they, I they're not it's a recording them. It's resources and money thing. But there's, but they still have camera people and sound people and producers and editors there 24 hours a day. The assumption is that they're still there in the Maybe house. Maybe they won't 24 be. 24 hours a day. Maybe they won't be. 
Yeah. Maybe it's it's, you know, 24 hours a week. <laughs> of, of <Please>. live <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah. recording. Oh, it, uh, I correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Canada, there wasn't a paid element to the feeds, right? They were kind of just there on like Canada7.com or whatever. I never watched the Canadian feeds, so I have no clue. I watched them on occasion, but I just logged into the VPN and I just went to like the BB Canada website and they were there. So yeah, then they were free. And I didn't have to pay. So I think they were just free. The feeds in America are at least tied to Paramount Plus. You have to have a you have to be paying for that once yeah. a month. You're mostly paying for various shows that take place on a cattle ranch in Montana. Farmer finds a wife. So there is a paid element there. Um, so I, that's why I'm a little bit less concerned that they're going to come for this for uh, on the U.S. feeds. But I, I don't know. I can't imagine, like, you know, the extra 100,000 subscribers or whatever are paying for, for the BB. So I do see, like, we're in this new era now of, like, cost-cutting yes. in tech and media firms. We're in this new era of... We can't just be spending willy-nilly on, like, the most expensive, like, made-for-TV movies ever and putting them on Netflix and Paramount Plus and HBO for, like, four people to watch them. So there is the sense now that whether it's Netflix or Amazon or whatever, they're all peeling back a little bit. They're canceling Batgirl movies. They're like, no, we don't need all this stuff. You don't need all this stuff. We have some accountant in the back saying it's cheaper if we just throw <laughs> the movie in the garbage. Yeah. So I, I am a little bit concerned about that in the long term. I don't think I don't I don't hope I don't think that they're going to take away American live feeds, you know, in, in two months. American. I, I do feel that. Sorry. Go. Well, first. I was just going to say. And I never watched the Canadian live feeds, so maybe they were like this too. But American live feeds are already frustrating enough in that they do not show us a lot of the exciting stuff that's going on. <laughs> like they immediately when something prickly is going to start happening, they will switch rooms and they will put all the cameras on someone eating a sandwich. <laughs> Putting the final touches on a BLT and just sitting alone and chewing instead of like the insightful conversation between Taylor and Monty about whatever thing they're doing, you know, like because they know they want to put that on TV or they don't want us to see it because they don't want the potential negative press or negative connotations it would get. So this already happens quite a bit. Already the idea of like live 24-7 access to the house guests is a little LOL. Um, But taking it away completely is... That's a step too far. That is like, what show does that leave? What does that leave? No, yeah. Well, that's exactly the next point is like, all these shows have their kind of twist of like w- what makes them interesting right survivor they're eating worms every day <laughs> it's like a, a lot more it's a it's a much different it's, it's kind of the same style 16 people voting one out yeah. every couple of days but there's a much there's like a physical element to it that goes beyond just the strategizing um but with big brother that's the thing it's like they just are living in Studio City, in there's like lot. no, yeah, there's like no outward physical demand other than like the except for Dire Fest. What happens when you're <laughs> yeah, except for Dire Fest and like being in the house for ninety days, which drives you more crazy, for sure. Um, if Big Brother doesn't have the live feeds, then I don't really know what it has. Speaking mostly for the. American version right now. The American television show sucks. 
Oh my God. So I walked into the backyard <laughs> and it's a winter wonderland and there's Santa here and here and we have to get on the sled and go down. And if the number we get is lower than the number of the other contestants and I'm the head of household. And then the next person comes in, they go, oh my God, I walk into the backyard and it's a winter wonderland. And here's what we have to do. We have to get on the sled and go down the, and just explaining they never explain the rules on Survivor challenges. They never do. They're just like, go at it. Just go drown. <laughs> You're forgetting that celebrity, I mean, sorry, Big Brother, but including celebrity in this, has epic twists like the Tree of Temptation. Tree of Temptation, like the Mon One. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Mon One. Oh, my Lord. I just wanted to find a reason to say Mon Juan because it came to me. I forgot about it and then I was embarrassed because I was like dating someone last year and like I, I, right as Celebrity BB was going on, I was like, you know, I watched this show. I have a podcast about it. And she's like, oh, cool. We can watch it together. I'm like, no, this is not going to be good. <laughs> I had to explain like the Mon Juan thing isn't like a thing. It's just like gibberish they made up for this season. Come on, what? And well, here's the thing is like Big Brother went through such a resurgence last summer with the with the 23rd season. It reawakened the fan base's appetite. It brought in new fans. It was a hit. I've it made these two old grumpuses who hold a podcast, uh, host a podcast, actually want to watch Big Brother and not shit and not just day. not watch it, but still podcast about it and say well, I didn't. I think watch. we still did a we still did a bit of that. <laughs> um, but I've talked to some young people, people fresh out of college, and when I tell them that I host a podcast about Big Brother, instead of going, "Huh," they've gone. Oh, I love Big Brother. I'm telling oh. you, the youth are getting back on the Big Brother train. They're like, what's a podcast, Grandma? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, those 45-second oh, those things <laughs> on, on YouTube shorts? <laughs> but they're into it. I just think it would be terrible to squander the goodwill of this potential blockbuster new audience already. By getting rid of the and live we, feeds. You got to have the live and feeds. And we hinted at this. You hinted at this earlier, but like not having the live feeds protects the abusers. Yeah. Like it protects Andrew. Yeah. And it protects like the people who are like really fucking mean and awful. And it doesn't allow it doesn't allow this fandom to grow around Taylor. I don't. Yeah, at exactly. All. Like, Taylor is the best thing that's happened to Big Brother in a while like and that wouldn't have happened no it couldn't have gained the, the momentum it had and even in that season they cut and block feeds a lot but it was still fascinating mm -hmm. to watch and people want it the whole point of big brother is you can see things for yourself that's the whole point is like you can go to the feed do your own research do your own research i can go and i can say wait let me see if this comment was really that bad and this even happens with the clips that people posted um without context on twitter i could go back and say mm, let me go make sure i watch this whole conversation before i froth at the mouth the way some of the before i call someone's accounting <laughs> yeah, firm exactly. and demand that they get fired <laughs> which happens to i mean some of this is legitimate some of this is protection for the house guests as a whole i would say like so they can't have every sentence like completely misconstrued and <laughs> You know, just it's just snowballing into a crazy thing for people. Like, uh, yeah, and it has for a while. It's a problem because but, not everyone yeah. is mature like us. Not anyone. Not everyone can see them make their mistakes and go say on the podcast they suck. We hate them, but then literally never think of them again. I don't know anyone's name who's been. Yeah, on like Big I Brother. just let it go. Just let it go. I don't need to call and make sure anyone gets fired or that their little rug shop goes out of business. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, people were attacking Turner. By the way, if you don't remember, Kyle is Andrew. I know people's names. I've made. I purposefully but, get their names yeah, wrong. Yeah, we got. He, he really looks like an Andrew. Um, I know. Yeah. 
so it's it's really the lesson is the fandom should learn to be more like us in letting things go. Everyone should learn to be more like us. <laughs> and everyone should listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think um I, I I think it's a sad day for Canada. Like Canadian <laughs> Big Brother is a sad day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think that, but Big Brother Canada I don't think is like a hit. I don't know. I don't live in Canada. I honestly have no... You got your finger on the pulse. You're outside of the Wendy's that's in a parking lot. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's just a like shack. I, but I like don't know if there's a Nielsen here. You know, like, I don't know where I would look at ratings. I don't know. So, I don't know. So, Nobody knows. Nobody cares about ratings Big Brother in any Canada other country. canceled and then it came back? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's barely hanging on. Yeah, it's like, hanging on by a thread. And then you're like, you're like, oh, it's the veto competition sponsored by Paul's Insurance. <laughs> Paul's Insurance. We'll get your car back to pretty good. Yeah, it's really like, I don't think like, it's a winners? cash cow. The way... Winners, I see winners from the, from the from America, and I'm like, winner? This must be the, the best place. It's called Winners. <laughs> Why would you call it winner for, winners if it was anything else? And you're like, oh, this is like TJ Maxx. <laughs> this is like Canadian TJ Maxx. Winners. Um, Boston pizza. Boston is that what it's called? <laughs> I, yeah. It, like, I don't know if they made money. Maybe they broke even. I have no clue. I don't know. It's, the extra, uh, can, it's Canada's not good. Canada's economic makeup is i don't know how we're hanging on honestly there's just very few of us here the beef yeah it's the, <laughs> it's beef. the beef and the milk <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what we give to the u.s we get everything from the u.s or from asia and um i just don't know what we give what are we giving what are your export i don't know especially what's, now what's, that big brother live feeds are canceled <laughs> so i just don't know what we have to give um lumber <laughs> <laughs> water yes you're right you're right in 2020 canada was the world's biggest exporter of sawn wood beautiful is that is that the adjective for having been sawn sawn and sawned yeah you've been sawned oh yeah no, okay oh sorry i'm 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 getting this wrong so they're the biggest exporter of wood raw aluminum potassic fertilizer Rapeseed, mm. what? <laughs> and dried legumes. Up yours, woke moralists. <laughs> the top exports of Canada are crude petroleum. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, you guys have Alberta. all the, all the Alberta. oil fields. Yeah. Cars, gold, motor vehicle parts and accessories, sound wood. <laughs> I've never seen the word son. Son. We're spelled out. it. Exporting mainly to United States, China, the UK, Japan, and Mexico. There you go. Was I right or was I right? And their top imports are cars. Just keep the cars in place. Why are we shipping the cars around in a circle? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Sorry for the con sorry for the economics lesson. Hey, Julie listeners. Well, uh, that was very educational for me. I hope that I remember everything we just discussed, um, but I probably will forget. It's it's just like, I, I don't know. Wood, Big Brother gold. 11. Feeds sponsored by wood. Yeah, exactly. Wood. Why didn't they? You People need to open their minds up to other potential economic investments. Um, why wouldn't Wood Canada want to invest in, in Big Brother Canada? Maybe because they don't have live feeds anymore. Anyway, um, I'm honestly not taking this as personally, but you know what I did see that I found very interesting is someone t from uh, Rap tweeted like, well, I guess we won't have a job this spring. Like, it yeah. is sort of a cottage in industry for people to like recap live feeds yeah, and I, they make money. You and I are going to have to, you and I are going to have to stop eating caviar for oh, like three no. months. We're going to have to stop the caviar orders. And, My, and you know, our, our cruise though, the Hey Julie cruise, I guess is going to have to go on hold. My skip the dishes caviar standing order. 
<laughs> oh, skip the dishes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, what is skip the dishes? <laughs> Canada, 20% of the world's sawn wood exports. Yeah. Canada. Um, we. Russia in second place. You get them. Yeah, exactly. You get them. You show Putin. Well, first, let's just say from the saboteur, before we move on from Big Brother Canada. Okay. From the saboteur, what sick hell has possessed the BB can producers? And will this poison leak into the minds of the American producers? Following such a successful year of BB and BB can, are we witnessing the premature death of BB altogether? We better not be. I really hope not. It would be. No, it just it just would be. And I will say this. I will say this. If American Big Brother, hear me, Moon Fez, if American Big Brother gets rid of live feeds, I'm not watching Big Brother anymore. No, I won't be able to watch it either. Like I'll watch I'll probably watch the first episode to see the cast introduced. I mean, yeah, just for people to be on the phone and be like, yes, I'll get those exports of Songwood to you <laughs> soon, right away. <laughs> Oh, wait, sorry. I guess that's an episode of Big Brother yeah. Canada, not an episode of Big Brother No, Canada. not U.S., but I, I do, do want to, I do like that episode. Um, but yeah, I won't be able to watch it either. It's just such a shame. I mean, I had such a great time watching this past summer. The live feeds were so good. And, you know, while you're still working from home, it's great to have them on in the background. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, At night. Yeah. Just a little, just a little, just the nightlight. You're trying to go to sleep and people are weirdly cooking tacos at 11 p.m. <laughs> yeah, like, why, I love why, it. why are they eating so much? I mean, I know I'm eating constantly too. It's, why are they always cooking? And it makes me hungry. It's really, it is great advertising. They should find a way to make work more advertisement into the U.S. version. Yeah. I mean, that was Canada's strength is that they were so good with the They were <laughs> the ads. Shameless. The, sponsor, the spawn con. Yeah. Um, so that kind of answers... MREP 2, will you be watching BB Can this March? You said no. Yeah, you were you said months ago that you weren't interested in watching it. I'm not it. that interested. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see, maybe. We'll see. We're not committing. We're not saying that we're covering we're not, it for the podcast. Here's the deal. An episode of Survivor is starting. Yeah. Our uh, season of Survivor is starting next week. So we will be covering that. There will be things to talk about and probably a better show that like more people can watch. Yeah. Um, from Sir Duke, you'll need guests because this was a response to you tweeting that it will be unwatchable and we're, we're only going to podcast about Florence Pugh. Um, and then Sir Duke said, you'll need guests then. I volunteer. But also, I was thinking maybe not. I can't see a curated feeds experience on a website hitting in 2023. I don't know what streaming is like in Canada. The U.S. at least has Paramount Plus to hawk at you. Yeah, well, this is sort of tying into what you were saying about how you have to pay for Paramount Plus and whatever the fees were in Canada, you didn't have to pay. The U.S. is all about that money, honey. And if we're getting at least yeah. a couple dollars from Paramount Plus for those signups, why would they cancel it? I don't know, because it probably costs a ton of money to operate this like three month long, 24 <laughs> hour streaming operation mm. but like you said they have to they do that rather anyway. just like yeah i guess so yeah right it's, like, it's not i mean they're still recording everything i mean they obviously they probably have to have another position or, or multiple positions operated which is like whoever's you know the people who are recording and shooting the show and kind of just like taking notes and 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 logging everything for the broadcast version and then the people who are minding the feeds at all times deciding is this a conversation we want <laughs> or is there someone taking a nap we can look <laughs> do at do you think that there's a person whose sole job is to figure out which shots of the of the house guests they're going to use for their cutaways when someone is talking about them Oh, yeah. Like when someone's like, oh, Stephen said that he was going to vote for you. And they showed Stephen and he's like picking his nose. And it's like, boing. <laughs> I wish that was my job. Just we, oh, the, If you're picking the nose, there's the jackhammer sound effect. <laughs> yeah. Or there's like a little. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Or yeah, boing, like, boing, Danielle, boing. she's such a mastermind. And then it cuts to you and you're like snoring and grabbing <laughs> yeah, your crotch. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. I wish that was my job. Okay. I think <laughs> that is all about Big Brother Canada. Sorry, Canada. Get back to the lumberjack mines. Yeah. <laughs> they yearn for the mines. Um what else is next? Oh, before we forget, before I forget, can I just say, finally, I watched The Traders <laughs> on yes, Peacock. <laughs> um, this is a show that so many of our listeners were like, you guys need to watch. Oh, my gosh. This is a fun reality show. And it is fun. I would say my overall uh, review of the P- of the Traders is it's a completely fun, forgettable reality show. Like I've already forgotten, forgotten most of it. I will say it's hosted by Alan Cummings, who we love, who has had an incredible career. He is a star. I would trade everything for that. And career. he looks amazing. His wardrobe and his oh hair, everything about him is oh fabulous. But so he's the host and it actually takes place in Scotland in a Scottish castle and it's half reality show contestants. So we've got our Cody Calafiore. We've got our um, Siri from Survivor. We've got Rachel Riley. We've got Brandy from Real Housewives and Big Brother Canada. I mean, um, Celebrity Big Brother. And then there's a a couple normies that they have in it too. And um, it's just like, Kind of what I wanted the mole to be, you know, I wanted the mole to be like, we all are suspicious and we get to choose who gets booted. That's sort of what the traders is, but they go into detail where they're like, the traders get to choose who dies every week and they kill him. And then they make the reality show and normal people contestants do these talking head interviews where they're like, Scott was killed last night. I really didn't see him getting murdered coming. Like, and they t- say it totally, totally straight. And it's kind of fun. It's like a fun running thing. Okay. So I'll just say I enjoyed it. Some of the like games and stuff I found boring, but overall I liked it. And that's just my long, long, long waited review. You heard it here first, America and Canada. <laughs> we finally reviewed the traders. Yeah. Okay. What was next? I don't watch it. I, I know you didn't. It. I don't watch that. I don't watch the mole. I don't want to watch any of these I shows. I know, but I, I like a I like a trashy reality. Speaking of reality, mm-hmm. hitting hard, <laughs> coming at you real fast. Yes. We need to talk about Ariana Debose. Yeah. She did the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Her and Angela Bassett. Ariana DeBose hosted the BAFTAs, which is like the British Oscars. Oscar winner, Ariana DeBose. Uh, She won everything. She won everything for West Side Story last year. Um, And I mean, she she hosts everything now. She hosted the Tonys earlier this year. Or middle last year. SNL. Yeah. Big Brother Canada. <laughs> She's a talented woman. She's a talented person. She is. So it's actually hard to find the full clip of this. They scrubbed it from the I internet. Don't know. I don't. Yeah. I mean, God. I mean, for as much as much as she's going through, she's got to up the percentage to her agents yeah. for getting this off of the internet. And she's basically doing an updated version of like the Billy Crystal Oscars bit, which is like. Singing a song about all of the nominees this year. Yeah. And this is quite popular on TikTok now. You can find, you can find, um, like a, there's like a minute long selection of it. That's uh, going around on Twitter and YouTube and stuff. And, um, it just sucks. <laughs> it's, well, <laughs> it's not, it's just like very cringy and bad. And it's like, at least the verse that we see is like this girl power anthem <laughs> about like Kate Blanchett and all the all the female nominees like coming here to slay. Yes. And the best part is the reaction shots and they're cutting to Blanchett and Viola Davis and Hong Chow and all these actresses and they're all like oh my god. Yeah. And they just have these weird smiles plastered on their face. They're like, I know I'm on TV, but I'm not enjoying this right now. Right. 
And I, I'm kind of waffling on where I feel about this. Like, it's fun to dunk on it because like, it is like really weird and cringy. And like, Ariana DeBose is like, turned off all of her social media. Yeah, she like deleted her Twitter. I think that's it. But (laughs) (laughs) it is cringy and bad. And I think we had too much of a good thing. Oh, like people went too far. Well, no, I mean, I think our, I think we had too much of a good thing with Ariana. I think I'd never heard of her before West Side Story. And all of a sudden, she's everywhere. She's hosting everything. She's bringing a she's bringing a very Anne Hathaway energy to everything. Okay, she's just like theater kid deluxe. And I think I think we as a society don't have too much patience for that. We don't like being around it. And I think she was put in a bad position by like saying yes to doing all these things. I'm blaming her. She showed up and she did the rap. She did, she the, did the rap that the BAFTA writers wrote. <laughs> well, that's why I think there's still a lot of mystery behind it. And honestly, I kind of avoided this for a long time because I'm going to be really honest and vulnerable here. Yeah, you liked it. Well, I just didn't see the problem with it. I was like, this is not any worse than any other shitty award show thing. Like, it's not. It's... It's not good. I don't I can't say that I find it like fun or well written, but I also really don't see why everyone decided this was the thing we're all going to jump on and make fun of. Like I do enjoy now that there's a little more um uh now that I've seen a little bit more about it and I think she's okay with it cuz I saw that she was like commenting jokes about it on other people's Instagrams or something. I was like, okay. And wa- watching it a little more like I enjoy the fact that she's very out of breath. <laughs> like I found that very relatable. Uh, I don't know. I just yeah. I mean, I can't it's relatable. Tell. It's like she's it's like she's doing a bad karaoke performance of a song that no one's ever heard before. But also, I didn't think the reactions like, of the yeah. actresses in the crowd. I don't think it's because they were uncomfortable with her performance. I think it's that they weren't ready to be on camera or like the camera work was weird. The edit, the cuts were weird where like, I don't think the cuts were timed to her saying the stuff she was doing, saying. And I think the BAFTAs are probably really boring and full of stuffy British people. So that's just how they act there anyway. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like we probably missed them giving the fourth consecutive lifetime achievement award to Gary Oldman yeah. for like being a drunk wife beater or whatever. It, the hell yeah, he did. exactly. It's not like the Golden Globes <laughs> where everyone's having fun and drunk and dinner served. It's like they're clearly sitting in an auditorium, and I don't know. I just, I just didn't. It was like in a movie or TV show when someone sings their song, and it takes me a minute to be like, okay. Am I supposed to think that was a good performance or a bad performance? I need the other characters to react to tell me because I can't tell. Like, I mean, I, th- I think that's why we're talking about it. I, I don't think it's like no one's being canceled here. No, I think it was just this minute long clip is just bonkers. And she's like constantly singing yet constantly out of breath well it's a very um it's the type of rap that people hate which is well that certain people hate which is um a lin-manuel miranda-esque rap yeah yeah (laughs) yeah where um there's a lot of like you did the i don't know i don't even know how to describe it actually i can't even do an impression because it's just a lot of different pitches for the same word or um and it's like if our it's like if Lynn Manuel Miranda did like a bridge rap <laughs> in the middle of a Robin song. Yeah. Yeah. It was I don't know. I I think uh, what I come back to on this is like it's hard cuz you know what? I have a horrible singing voice, but I love to sing. I love musicals. I love musical theater. If I just popped onto the scene after trudging away in the New York theater scene for I was at the I was at like the Jekyll and Hyde restaurant <laughs> or whatever in the West Village. <laughs> I was a tour guide on the ride, the bus that drives around. 
<laughs> and then I won an Oscar for West Side Story <laughs> with Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. And the Tonys are like, you want to host the Tonys? I'd be like, fuck yeah. The BAFTAs, hey, we'll fly you to London and you can like rap about the whale. <laughs> Hell yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to say no. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to say no. And I would say yes, just like Ariana. Yeah. But you got to learn how to say no. And yeah. what I do fear is like no one's ever going to do anything crazy and fun again. Though. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? did we have to go this hard on it? I mean. Like they're just going to have Dick Cheney host the next Oscars or whatever. I don't. That would be bad. I don't but, even know. Just to have you know how they have the accountants come out with the yeah, suitcase. Yeah, have them host. Just have them host the entire <laughs> yeah, show exactly. because no celebrity wants to get. No one's on. to try anything. No one wants to do anything. And then, but then on the opposite end of the spectrum, there are the people who are so thirsty to do something that that it's like it reeks of desperation, and you just don't want to give them the attention. I think, and that's just what a lot of the reaction was. I support Ariana DeBose. You know what? If they just make like a new movie adaptation of like Little Shop of Horrors and she's Audrey and like she's someone else. Fabulous she, talent. She'd be great. I'm, I'm, I'm there day one. <laughs> I'm there day one. I'm signing up for Peacock to watch it. She's fab. I She's she's fab, but, but there is just like a thirstiness, a sort of theater kids at Denny's at 11.30 p.m.-ness about it that is slightly cringe and it, it's funny to watch it's fun it's i don't fun. even i honestly do not even get that vibe from her um you're a robot you don't know anything about humans but i did just want to say something vibes. because you said that you don't have a beautiful voice i just wanted to let everyone I know i do have a beautiful voice <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when are we getting it on the pod? You get it every week. I'm talking. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> no, but I remember watching West Side Story and talking about it on this very podcast and saying I thought how great I thought she was. Yeah, she was good. She was a good part of a movie that I actually didn't really like that Maybe much. she's not getting enough movie parts. Maybe the film and TV community needs to step up and give her something to do other than hosting this yeah, shit. That would be a crime. She's too fucking available right yeah, now. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. That's the real crime. Put her on a show. Also, Put her on Poker Face. There is, She's the murderer that week. You know what I thought about when this was reaching its like top furor on the internet? Not furor, but you know, like people being mean. I was like, is this the best actress Oscar curse? I guess she was supporting, but like there's a curse right. when actresses win an award. Suddenly they take a fucking nosedive. Like when Halle Berry won and then she was Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this I think this goes for both genders as well. Like mm. yeah, Adrian Jamie Foxx won the Oscar. And then he did like the sentient jet movie mm. where like there was a jet that was evil, a drone <laughs> jet. It was called Stealth or something like that. Oh my gosh. I don't know, but now I want to see it. Adrian Brody's <laughs> doing weird movies with Wes Anderson drinking tea, getting punched in the face for the last 20 years. Right, he's on succession. He's actually doing fine now, but before he was not doing well. Not well. But um, yeah, so I think we're the, coming up yeah. on we we forgive you, Ariana. We forgive we forgive Ariana. We don't forgive Hollywood no, for not having her be bit like why is she why is she available? Yeah. Why is she available? Exactly. Because if she was, you know, shooting, if she was in the new Marvel movie or whatever, Marvel would be like, no, she can't do the fucking BAFTAs right now. Yeah. We got her strung up. She's in Jim Cameron's water tank right now, acting aside a, a tennis ball the size of a whale. Why couldn't she have been? Why couldn't she? All right. So that's our plea to Hollywood. Yeah. There's some other ho interesting Hollywood happenings that we've been I've been getting questions about that I feel I should address. Yes, please do. Danny's gone showbiz, baby. Um <laughs> wait. Well, let me bring up the actual tweet. It, I think it was just like, Danny, are you going to talk about the HQ documentary on the podcast? But I forget who asked. Yes, I am going to talk about the HQ documentary oh from morgan e dunn danny thoughts on the new hq documentary so <clears throat> 
This documentary airs on CNN on March 5th. Was I supposed to be in it? Yes. <laughs> but I was too pregnant. So it didn't end up happening. But I did also give some pictures and videos to the producers to use in it to, from my fond memories at HQ. And I did, I think I did like a phone interview to give colorful background or like to confirm things and give my side of so the just story. Just for background. Yes. Just for background. Yeah. What was your involvement in HQ? So I was at HQ for almost two years. I worked at HQ like from Janu January or February 2018 until 2019. Yeah, not not quite, but not quite two years, quite a long while. Not two full calendar yeah. years, but yeah. But um, I was a writer and producer there. So I wrote those questions. I wrote the script scripts. Yeah. I send your angry <laughs> letters to hjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. I worked with all of the hosts. I booked the talent. So like when Danny DeVito came on, I was the one managing with his agent and getting him into the studio and telling him to look at this camera and here's what you're going to do today. Here's where the green room is. Can I get you a LaCroix? Like that, that's what I was doing for all of the celebrity guests. Um, and then... I was hoping that I would be able to work on like future shows that HQ would end up doing. But sadly, HQ never. Well, we launched Words. HQ. It was like cute. I mean, HQ was a huge thing. I was I was there. I was there most nights. Oh, I loved it. I Playing loved it. And never winning a dime. Never <laughs> winning a penny. I know. It was really hard. And that's I wrote the I I wrote it to make sure that people like you would never win. Thank you. <laughs> but it was so much fun. It was like the best time until it wasn't. Because, uh, you know, it had like this meteoric rise. And then very sadly, one of the co-founders overdosed and passed away the night after our Christmas party, our holiday party. And then um, it was pretty a pretty slow, or not slowy. I shouldn't say slow. It was less than a year, but it was like a pretty ultimately just negative descent after that. I mean, yeah. it's hard to boost morale after that, but it was like that happened. There were also like these layoffs happened. There was a lot of infighting between leadership and it was such a small office that it's like you couldn't get past any vibes. Like you knew yeah. when people were mad, you knew when things weren't going well. Um, so... It was a very, it was always very exciting, but I was happy to leave when I did. And so thoughts about, okay, the, the documentary. So the documentary, yeah, yeah. Uh, the new documentary. Well, out. my friends are producing it. They're executive producers on it. They worked at HQ with me. They are very talented, very funny, great friends. And so I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really good, worth watching. There's already like some drama on TikTok about it because unfortunately one of the former hosts Sarah Priebus was upset that she's not in the documentary so she made some TikToks about that um, but I think the documentary is going to be great I would highly recommend not everybody can be in the documentary not exactly it's like including you yeah I should uh, I mean Sarah was a host I was never a host <laughs> but like I worked there a long time too there's only one host of HQ and we know who it is we know who it is so I mean I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'll check it out. Well, it hasn't aired yet. You obviously are biased because you like the people who made it. Is this yeah. uh, like is this like a hagiography of of HQ? What do you? What does that like, mean? <laughs> like a documentary about how great the thing is that we made? No, I don't think so. Because I think they recognize that. I think what makes a compelling story is the fact that it was so big and then it flopped so hard. Like it just turned into a complete. It just fell so far down. Um, I mean, you really literally went from like a Super Bowl ad, The Rock hosting a show, you know, $100,000 in prizes, every brand wanting to work with us, every celebrity yeah. wanting to guest host, like sky's the limit to, you know, no, the phone's not ringing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and literally there's a death and, People yeah. getting laid off. And it's just like in a very awkward, straight, like 
I, I, I almost don't want to spoil any of it with like these details, sure. but um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely gonna include the lows too. It's not just gonna be like yeah. we had fun and it was great. Like if it yeah, was that great, one, we'd all still be working there. This young producer who liked uh, Big Brother <laughs> took giant shits in the bathroom and smeared them all over the walls. How dare we got you? Got rid of her ass. <laughs> I had such a good time, honestly. When it was so fun, like that's the thing is we're all a lot of us are still in contact, and it's just even though the dark times were literally so dark. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The fun times, I hold such a soft spot in my heart for HQ. I think that's a that's a fun thing that I think a lot of people can identify with yeah. is like the job that they had that sucked and they were only there for six months. But for some reason, everyone is still friends from yeah. that one restaurant where people worked at for a few months or whatever. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people have that experience. And I'll... I don't, I've been at certain places for years and years and I don't want to talk to any of those people ever again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this was a blip, you know, I, I, yeah. this was a blip. There are some blips and there are some HQs. Um, but I, I hope it's, I think it's going to be really good. I, I mean, in a way it was really like ahead of its time and like a fucking nightly game show that like you had to watch live on your phone. And the fact that it was interactive, I think that's what yeah, people absolutely. miss is just like, Oh it's really fun to feel involved in the thing you're watching. So, oh my god! And I remember at the time too, like, what was he said? Like, what did he say? Savage question? Yeah, savage was, question. Was that it? Oh my god! When like I would like I was bringing that into my normal life of like, you know, I was like, "What do you want for lunch?" or whatever. And, like nobody comes up with the, with like the same answer. I'd be like, "Savage question." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really, like, there was no escaping. It was part of the culture for a solid, like, four months. <laughs> At the same time, don't blame me. Blame Ariana DeBose's agents. Like, yeah. I was doing it every night, and then at a certain point, I kind of just got bored with it. Yes. So, and I was just like, but, I'm sick of fucking losing. And I don't blame um, anyone because I think we should have innovated more. That's what I mean when I say, like, yeah. I was hoping we would work on other shows. And, like, yeah. they would always have trivia. There are still diehard HQ trivia fans who, like, played it till the very end. Yeah, um, and that show sure. could have all, always kept running for them, maybe with some like cool new product features or whatever it may be. But I was hoping that it was going to be like, you know, a network of shows that you could be involved in. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, it, in a way it's like, honestly, if they just did it again, like I wouldn't be surprised if it like caught on for a bit. Like, I, I yeah. don't know if. It would, I, they keep doing this in football with the XFL. It's like the extreme football league. Yeah. And uh, they, they launched it in uh, two, like around 2000. And like they only, it only lasted for one season. And then they launched it again in like 2020 or whatever. And it flamed out and was bad. And then The Rock bought it. Your friend The Rock from HQ. He bought the whole thing? He bought the whole thing. And he's like, you know what would be good? XFL. But a third time. <laughs> That was a bad investment. And the rules are extreme. <laughs> that was a bad investment. He's no shack with his investments. No, he's no. Yeah, he's not hanging out with the general. No. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I don't really have any other like tea or any fun details. Honestly, no, you I gotta say watch just the watch it. Yeah. I wish I was an exec producer or something so I could make money from it, but not. Will you? exec produce the Hey Julie podcast after I mysteriously die. Yes. I was thinking about this, like the yeah. movie version. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to executive produce it. Who plays you? Pew? <laughs> no. Um, uh, Jennifer Garner's daughter. Mm. A hot you rising is actress. A, is that is that Affleck's daughter yeah. too, or is that from Garner a different Affleck. relationship? Garner Affleck's oh, kid. Wow. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah. yeah, I see that. And then for you, I'm thinking I, Timothy Chalamet. Oh my god, not Charlie <laughs> Chocolate. Charlie Chocolate. Tim Apple. <laughs> I don't like. I, I, he's a good actor. I'll see. I'll see Dune too. But I'm not. I'm not a. Chalamet type. Well, we have to pick people who are really young and hot. I don't know people who are young. I don't watch things about young people. Well, there's not that many to select from at the moment, honestly. We need a new class. We need some more options. 
But anyway, yeah, it's going to be really good once we finally get it made. Uh, There's going to be a whole part in the movie about how I went to L.A., but you left L.A. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but earlier in the movie, there's going to be the part where we did meet up in L.A. and we saw Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank (laughs) as herself. She's going to play herself. (laughs) Um, All right. Was there anything else we needed to discuss? There is one question that I think was unrelated to any of these things. Oh, are you from Um, Kayla Elaine Ball? Are you going to see Cocaine Bear? And will you please talk about it on the show? Okay. Let me just tell you guys. I know I really loved Benji the Hunted and I talked it up. Yeah. I don't like, like the idea of a bear doing cocaine actually makes me really sad. Me too. I don't like Like, it. Like, I don't like animals being, doing sad stuff. Do you know what's going to happen to the bear in this movie? The bear's going to fucking die at the end of the movie. And I don't want that. I don't want to watch a, it's not the bear's fault. Yeah, exactly. You gave the bear heroin, cocaine. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the heroin bear from the movie Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the movie ends the way like all good Pixar movies do. I love this about Pixar films, how like they take a concept and then at the end they blow it the fuck out. Yeah. A door, a door into every child's bedroom. Mm. How about the warehouse where all the doors live? Yeah. And we go to a million bedrooms. Door city over here. <laughs> Mom turns into a panda and you got a bunch of ants. All your ants turn into pandas. Yeah. Giant pandas, giant panda fight. I like that movie a lot. Um, unless this movie ends with like, oh shit, heroin bear, weed bear, ketamine bear, <laughs> meth bear all come together and they have to stop all of them. I don't know. I don't want to watch people. I don't want to want to watch this bear die and get its exactly. head blown off. I don't want to see. I don't want to watch a bunch of people get their heads ripped off by a bear. I appreciate the tone of this movie, I appreciate that exists. I appreciate that people are going to go out, have a little drink, yeah, sure. have a little weed, have a great time laughing their ass off at this movie. I just, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I'm one of them. It, it makes just doesn't me look sad. Like it's and I support Lizzie Banks. She's the director, I'm pretty sure. But oh. I, it makes me think of Dumbo, honestly, where it's like animals performing in a sick circus for sick people. I don't want, I don't even want to imagine an animal doing cocaine because I don't like the idea of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I support, like it. I support people using drugs. But I just bears. don't want a bear to yeah. do it. Cause I just, he doesn't know. Exactly. He doesn't know. Like, who's he going to go to to say, oh, no, I don't feel so good. Like that thinking about the logistics of this really upset me because he bears are have... just big dogs. I yeah. just don't want to see. I don't want to see like the bear get hurt and the bear is going to get hurt. Everyone's going to get hurt in this movie. And I'm just not. Carrie Russell is in it, though. So. <laughs> yeah. And it has like the title is fun for sure. It's just any actual imagery of an animal being made to perform in such a way other than Benji the Hunted. I don't like. It's like, yeah, that's why you didn't like EO. I could not even talk about EO. I'm not seeing EO. Remember that movie, The Lamb or Lamb with Numi Rapace? It was like an A24 movie. I'm not watching that. I'm not watching unless it's Homeward Bound where like the most dangerous one of the dogs falls into a mud pit, but then they scratch their way out of the mud pit and they all reunite at the end. Other than that, I don't want to see it. Okay. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. I don't like seeing animals. I don't mind Air Bud. He's a star. He's a basketball star. (laughs) Like That That dog was on drugs. (laughs) That dog was on drugs. A dog being celebrated for its... Uh, dunking talents? Yeah, I'll see that. I don't want to see a bear developing a, an addiction to illegal substances. That dog definitely needs to be put in jail. <laughs> but thank you for your question. I think that was a new handle. I, I don't even think we've seen this handle before. So I just want to say thank you, Kayla, for writing in. And then we also got a yeah. comment um, from Freddie and Brooks saying that they would still listen to the podcast if we only talked about um, 30-year-old movies. And they said I I would still listen to that. And I just want to say thank you, Freddie and Brooks. We've never heard from you before either, but we appreciate you listening. Yeah, of course. 
Uh, Florence Pugh is dating someone named Charlie Gooch at the moment. <laughs> I wish it offers so many potential fun relationship names. Like It offers one. No. Flooch. Pooch. <laughs> okay, you got me there. <laughs> Flooch. I said that one. <laughs> Flooch. Plooch. Insurance. Insurance. Um, well, thank you all so much for listening. We really proved with this podcast that we don't need to have watched anything to have the conversation for an hour. We can just talk. Um, and on that note, we'll be back next week talking about the first episode of Survivor. Yeah. You can email us, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. T- tweet us, heyjuliebb on Twitter. And we'll see you next week. How's it? Bye, Flooch. Bye, Flooch. <laughs> <laughs>